You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. I've fallen, and I can't get up! On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call Collect. Hello, Hanson. Is that a 10-gallon hat, or are you just enjoying the show? Good morning. Yes, indeed it is. It's, uh, geez, it's it's Sunday again. Go figure. Every week it's, right about uh, this time. About this time, yeah, absolutely. It is Sunday, August 14th of 2022. And here we are again in the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And over there... Way, way, way over there in Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower in the... What, what suite did you pick out today? Uh, one for the first... Oh, sweet. Sweet one for the first preseason game. All right, there you go. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Uh, we trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. We're happy to have you with us. Football is back. Uh, we'll be getting into all that shortly. Uh, I want to say, oh, look at that. I, I bailed out on the third quarter last night because it's preseason. None of the starters were playing. Uh, Dolphins won 26-24. So that means we got to, uh, if I can find it and stall long enough, to play one of John's favorite songs. Miami has a dolphin, the greatest. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll we'll get more into that in the upcoming weeks. Uh, uh, John and Ed versus the spread returns uh, September eleventh, September eleventh. So uh, you know, wake the kids, phone the neighbors. Put, put a pin on your calendar, circle it, and multicolor things. Young Mr. Shannon, good morning. How are you? I am uh, just fine. We today, our, uh, the Vikings' first uh, season game is this afternoon. Uh, a little after 3 o'clock my time, so John, I'll probably catch a couple minutes of it. Okay. All right. You know, that's... Uh... But before we do anything, what 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 do we do here on the big big show? What do we do? Well, geez, we, we talk. We talk. <laughs> well, what what time does the big clock on the wall say? Well, right now the big clock on the wall he's, says it's he's, nine. He's actually looking at the clock. I'm actually looking at the clock. Well, what do you say? What do you what do you ask me? What time it was? <sighs> it's time for the market watch report. Well, rock and roll. 
It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by Trump's Excuses. Uber closed the week up 46 cents at 32.47. Lyft closed the week down at 19.40, down 68 cents. Meanwhile, Tesla closed the week at $900.09, up 39.58. Uh, this has been the Radio TFI Market Watch, Trump's Excuses. We got a million of them. I thought of that one in the shower. It's goodness, goodness. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it's so funny because there is so much. This this was a big week. It really was. I mean, between, uh, between of course, Mar-a-Lago, Trump going to uh, New York to, uh, <laughs> I, I laugh when I say this, but testify. Yeah, well. No, that's yeah. uh, that's one word for it. That's yeah, one word that. for it. Uh, he, uh, he uh, yeah, he's got nothing to hide. So let's plead the fifth born drum forty times. By the way, uh, if you want to join in the conversation, uh, once again seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. You can call us or text us at that number. We'll be happy to entertain uh, your thoughts on this as well um probably gonna be heavy into this uh whole deal with mar-a-lago there is so much it so much out of that and so let's let's recap briefly if you happen to have been under that rock the fbi conducted a search with a properly legally executed search warrant at Mar-a-Lago, I mean Lago, this week to get back boxes of confidential information. By the way, the confidential uh, documents that, by the way, all have in big red ink stamped on them, boom, top secret, boom, confidential. Uh, More documents and other items that back in June... Uh, the Trump lawyers and everybody involved said, oh, no, you got them all. We got nothing left. Uh, all the while, forgetting the fact, why were they there to begin with? So, of course, the right is losing their shit. Uh, oh, my God. We got so many clips of the right just going absolutely bonkers about this. This is... Uh, <laughs> They, they, well, and the funny thing is, uh, what is it they're coming up with? Uh, he declassified them in his head. And, uh, I, I'm, they, they're, they're, look, they're just, they're trying to excuse their way out of this. You know, uh, well, it, the, the raid was illegal. This was that. No, it was perfectly, you don't execute, and it wasn't a raid. It was a, they showed up in plain clothes. The the, the staff and, and or Secret Service knew that you're not going to bust in a raid on an ex president's house with the Secret Service there. Well, that's what the right wants you to believe. That's what right. all these people want you to believe that they came in, they kicked the door down. No, it didn't they, happen. Uh, it didn't. There is ha- so much. There's so much speculation as to. Just what he had there. Uh, I was uh, I was actually reading a, a tweet that was left on uh, on Truth Social by Trump, 
And he, he, a matter of fact, I think I think I still might have that up if you give, uh, indulge me for just a second here. Well, uh, right. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're saying that, that a lot of that stuff was planted. And, uh, uh, I, I mean, who planted it? Who would go in there and plant? I got news for you. The, the only thing planted on a Trump property is Ivana, his ex-wife. You're bad. You're a bad man. I have my moments, and there's a few more to come yet. Uh, yeah. Here, let me let me let me read this here uh, from from Trump on uh, on Truth Social. Uh, now he's saying, "Oh, great! It has just been learned that the FBI, in its now famous raid of Mar-a-Lago, took boxes of privileged attorney-client material and also executive privileged material." they knowingly should have not taken by copy of this truth I respectfully <laughs> I respectfully request that these documents be immediately returned to the location from which they were taken thank you <laughs> good luck with that good luck with I, I, I'm first off why do you have them and don't throw out the Barack Hussein Obama Thirty million documents. Uh, what about, oh, that's the other thing. What about Hillary? Yeah, what about yeah. Obama? What about uh, Hunter Biden's laptop? Uh, by the way, you know the one thing that Hillary didn't do? She never took the fifth. She sat through okay. all those hours of Benghazi and her emails. Never took the fifth. Was never prosecuted. Never went to jail. Never, uh, you know. And you knew this was going to come back. Uh, I didn't put them up because there's a we got a world of clips up here. But there's one young woman. I didn't get her name. She's on Fox. And there are a couple people on Fox pushing back now, you know, to their other panelists. Oh, I watched Judge Weinbox, Judge Deneen, on a couple of these clips. She's she's just out of it. She is in, she is in another reality. Uh, and it's unfortunate that there are people, this is the only information they get they only get it from the likes of fox news and america oh and oan well oan's not a not a thing anymore uh well here here's the thing it is that trump went into now this was something odd this was about his it's a little uh, deposition or whatever at uh out in new york this is this is the civil trial uh, it's about his finances. Basically, he shockingly, shockingly, he's been accused of lying and fudging numbers. Uh, well, but here's the thing: how how Trump, uh, you know, when he was still a candidate, was talking about the Fifth Amendment. Oh yeah, how only oh, only oh. only guilty people. Mm -hmm. uh, look at look at how many times I got this here. Look at how many times he uh, uh, blasts people who take The mob takes the fifth. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Fast-moving developments in the House probe into January 6th. Alex Jones told his podcast audience he pleaded the fifth almost 100 times. Have you seen what's going on in front of Congress? Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. Mr. Clark intends to invoke... 
the Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination. Another lawyer involved in this scheme to flip the election results, lawyer John Eastman, he too is going to take the fifth. Taking the fifth. I think it's disgraceful. Trump Organization's accounting firm now says nearly a decade worth of financial statements can no longer be relied upon, and they cannot represent Donald Trump anymore. His son, Eric Trump, invoked his right against self-incrimination in response to more than 500 questions. Fifth Amendment. President Trump and two of his children must answer questions under oath. That from a judge in New York today. It's possible he will take the fifth, take the fifth, take the fifth. He won't say anything. This is like Watergate, only it's worse. The mob takes the fifth. Finish it while you're taking the Fifth Amendment. And and that was from Midas Touch. Thank you for uh, their input. Uh, you know, I, I tell you, we get a lot of these. Uh, well, hold on a second, a lot of these- John, John. Before you go too far from that, remember he's now come out and said, "Well, yes, I said that at the time, but but now that I'm now that I'm uh, facing it myself, now I understand why." You know, he, he's just backtracking on that, and uh, you know. And he's got a million you know, excuses, and I gotta tell you, please do, because that's why I'm here for you to tell me things. Oh, that's that's I'm glad, why I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Look, there, all everybody on the right is again screaming. What about Hillary? What about Obama? What about Hunter Biden? You know what? I I, I gotta tell you something. Very be honest, at least for my You know, Trump is different from Hillary, from Obama. Hey, hey, John, I hate to do this to you. You need to pull your microphone, boom, up a little. Up? Yep. Okay. Okay. There that better? Go. A little bit. Okay. Well, here's, you know, and, and let's, let's, again, if you think that the press took it easy on Hillary. The press took it easy on Barack Obama. You're you're sadly mistaken. The only difference is is that Trump, when the the media came down on him, oh that's you, you guys are despicable, and you know, because they weren't kissing the ring, right? And so here's the thing, you know, a lot of these sort, a lot of these places. Uh, CNN and MSNBC. Well, MSNBC, that's an admittedly a liberal uh, uh, bastion, if you will, of information. You think? Uh, but but CNN, CNN, listen, CNN's been rough on uh, Biden. Uh, they're not treating him with kid glove. No. Uh, but Trump couldn't handle it. Trump get his, you know, because again, they weren't kissing the ring. And now all this, all this attitude and all this uh, bravado that Trump has put out last uh, the last geez five, six, seven years all starting to come back and bite him in gas. Right. So if it seems a little unfair right now, that's I in my opinion had it coming. And Look, if if you could somehow justify the fact that all this, all these documents somehow made it to Mar-a-Lago, 
un- under even quasi-legitimate scenarios. So in June, the FBI shows up. They talk to the lawyers. Everybody talks. They get, take 15 boxes of materials. Is that everything? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. There's nothing left on the property. I swear there's nothing left. Only to have our informant. By the way, somebody flipped on him. Somebody close. And this is going to be fun to see who it is. I hope we find out. But then we come back uh, two months later to retrieve the rest of the stuff that you lied about. Okay? So spare me the indignity. You've got your little trumpets down there at Mar-a-Lago right now holding vigils as if somebody died, as if a small child was killed in some calamity. Uh, A criminal got caught. That is what happened. A criminal got caught. You may not be happy that your criminal got caught, but that's in fact what happened. And you can parade up and down uh, A1A as much as you like. It's not going to change. Look, I don't know now if he's ever going to see the inside of a jail cell. I don't think he is. But gosh darn it. Look, somebody needs to. Merrick Garland, I don't think Merrick Garland... Just uh, some, I don't think it was the scenario where somebody's walking by Garland's office, sticks their head in and say, hey, you, you want to raid Mar-a-Lago? And he goes, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, you, you guys go nuts. There was a lot of discussion, a lot of deep thought. That didn't just happen. You had to have a judge sign off on it who wasn't just going to rubber stamp it. There that, was ha- a, that was a Trump-appointed Trump appointed judge. judge. That is correct. Uh, by the uh, Trump appointed FBI director and uh, and the, uh, the, the the U.S. Attorney General who uh, <clears throat> should have been on the Supreme Court. But guess what? Trump's people said, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Where's Mitch McConnell in all this? Where's Mitch? Oh. <laughs> he has been unbelievably quiet as a side note as a side note how petty is it that i don't even know if Rand paul ever showed up but neither one of them could for all the disaster that kentucky endured this week with the floods and whatnot you can't put this partisan bs aside to show up and stand shoulder to shoulder with the president of the united states For your people in your state that you've been stealing from, I mean representing, for all these years. I I was reminded of, again, as I crossed the George Washington Bridge uh, yesterday, the nonsense that that got blown up on the right when after Superstorm Sandy devastated parts of New Jersey and then-President Obama Visited New Jersey, and of course, visited with the governor, Chris Christie at the time. The right lost their shit. Why is he talking to Obama? Because Obama's the president, and he's visiting a disaster area. Do we still have to play these partisan games when people are hurt, they've lost everything they've owned, and you're still going to play these games? And, And look, if you plan on voting GOP... God bless you. I hope you get a good spot. 
in the education camps. I'm just hoping for a window. I'm trying to tell you what, if you don't think these motherfuckers are going to turn on you, you're, uh, you're wrong. And by the way, uh, one last thing. Now, we, you saw we had this situation in Cincinnati the other day? Yes. Somebody took it so personally uh, that his president, his president, uh, here, a- Andrew Lawrence on Twitter put it best, as far as I'm concerned. Some dude woke up today and decided to commit suicide by cop because the former host of Celebrity Apprentice wasn't allowed to keep top secret documents he stole from the White House. Yeah, absolutely. And you and you look at these people and they're going to swear, oh, he did, Trump did nothing wrong. None of them did anything wrong. And I've come to notice that apparently yesterday sometime there was a group of armed Trump supporters in front of the FBI headquarters in Phoenix. Yes, yes, I saw I saw that. Uh, look, look, uh, maggots. If you want this civil war, I got news for you. There ain't as many of you as you think. You're just very loud. I would be double-checking my prepper supplies and the fuel tank you have in the ground because, trust me, if the government wants your guns, they're not showing up with one guy with a clipboard. Exactly. Okay? And you want to go to war with us? That's fine. Most of you can't make it up four, four steps. Let alone engage well, here, here, in battle. And that's exactly what they're talking. Here's some guy that, I, to tell you the truth, I've never heard of before. But that doesn't uh, surprise me. His, his last name is, they're calling him Commander Gorkin. Or oh, something. Gorka. Oh, my God. Oh, you've never seen this guy before? No, I have not. Oh, now, John. Listen, this- oh, no, 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 no. Stop. This, this just got, John, you've got to turn in your liberal card. If you don't know who this guy is, he's been he's been under my radar, unfortunately. Wow do you do you ever open your eyes, you sheep, you sheeple, you? <laughs> he slipped under. He didn't. He doesn't slip under anybody's radar. He made it to my radar, and that's saying something. My God, Seb Gorpa, Gorka, whatever the fuck his name is, he makes Steve Bannon look liberal. Well, anyways, he had a little something to say about this. Yeah. Now, this is going to come across wonky because... Uh, because I didn't fix it. Screen. It is what it is. Give this a listen. <laughs> Rest assured, this act by the FBI, by Merrick Garland, the DOJ, and the White House that had to approve all of it is a declaration of war against peaceful American citizens. 74 million of them. This is not... America. Stay strong, my friends. God bless. 74, <laughs> 74 million people voted for Trump. Okay, but 81 million didn't. They keep throwing this number out. Well, 74 million of us, well, more of us did not vote for Trump. Okay? So so keep that in mind. So we got you right off the bat. We got you by 7 million people. We win. And we got all the big stuff, all the big toys, 
on our side. Granted, you're going to have a few members of the military uh, who are going to be, you know, Trumpers. But I don't, I firmly don't believe that enough to make a difference. I think there's more service people that would, they may firmly believe in the Trump whatever, they be loving Trump and all that, but they're still not going to go against their country. Because for them, it is country over party. And, uh, yeah. by the way, I've got one last thing about the FBI raid. I don't know if you heard this. Uh, uh, this is breaking. Uh, Trump retains Rudy Giuliani to challenge the FBI raid all the way up to the, all the, way up to the Supreme Courtyard by Marriott. Oh, my goodness. I'm here every week. No, you are. So, <sighs> here we here we go with uh, a couple, just a couple, a little bit more reaction. Here's a, a bunch of people that are, or excuse me, one person in particular who is uh, camped out in front of Mar-a-Lago having a, in, in some little video. It's a vigil. Administration, the Democrats are weaponizing the FBI, and it has to stop. The FBI is not here to weaponize against another president. It never has happened before. Um, they should go after things that are clearly a violation, meaning the Hunter laptop, which they don't even have to investigate because the laptop is right there. All the evidence is there. Hillary, all of that is not investigated. President Trump is investigated because they're scared that he's running, and he will win again. Yeah. Again, she sounds like she has a Russian accent to her. I would. I was going to go Austrian or German, but you got to dig the hat. Oh, and that, that, that's that. That I wonder how many of those are floating around, like, like now, cheese heads, you know. Now, <laughs> now again, again for the radio audience, the woman is wearing a hat. I don't know, size four hundred, big, 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 big foam. MAGA hat, red hat, and uh, yeah, and look, she's entitled to her opinions. That's what this country is all about, isn't it, John? Isn't it? Oh, though? absolutely, absolutely. Isn't it I though? mean, she's entitled. It is. She is entitled to her opinion. But we're and the sad part about it. Well, the sad part about it. Okay, she's entitled to her opinion. But other people are entitled to basically say that she's a freaking lunatic. Oh yeah, we're, we we everybody else has, is entitled to say yeah, you're nuts, you're just nuts. Uh, I wanna. <laughs> so, so far, I think the best reaction to the raid, the news of the raid, was from Michael Cohen, who, by the way, I disliked immensely when all this started. And I, I've taken a, I, I've, I've taken a turn on him, because look, he he sucked it up. He did his time. He paid his price, and uh, you know he's speaking freely. But uh, John wanted to play three minutes of this. I think I boiled it down to nine seconds. Alrighty, so TikTokers, it's Michael Cohen on Michael Cohen reacts. All right, knock knock. Who's there? The fucking FBI. That's who's there. <laughs> <laughs> I literally almost fell out of my seat when I heard that the first time. 
It's so simple. It was sitting right there, and nobody jumped on it. Who's there? It's the F and FBI. <laughs> and you know what? There, there are some. There are some people that mm. are have literally gone to tears because now what the Republicans are saying is, if the FBI can do this, oh, if the FBI can do this to Trump, too, and. Uh, <laughs> And somebody just wanted to point that out here. Well, Let's if they can do it, if they can do it to Trump, they can do it to you. That's right. That's right. In other words, I'm no different than El Lardo. You break the law, you pay the price. No American above the law. That exactly is the price. I should be treated exactly like him. If I was to do something as stupid, uh, look. I am sure he thought, look, I, from the minute he got in there, he knew he was taking towels and ashtrays and bars of White House soap. And, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm desperately trying to not go off on the man here. Well, off, off topic anyway. But, uh, but he's got a million excuses. Him and his pet people have a million excuses. Now, we were able to through our various uh, radio TFI and taxi stand hour sources. Uh, we have tentacles all over people. You, you, you don't want to know. We were able to get the security footage of Trump talking to his attorneys and trying to formulate uh, a statement to explain to his people just, just how much of this was his fault. No, I didn't. Honest, I ran out of gas. I had a flat tire. I, I didn't have enough money for cab fare. My touch didn't come back from the cleaners. An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Locust. It wasn't my fault. I swear to God. It wasn't my fault. I swear to God. By the way, if you're not familiar with that clip, that is the wonderful. John Belushi and Carrie Fisher from the Blues Brothers where he makes up every excuse possible but it's it's not his fault no matter what it's not his fault and where have we heard that before where have we heard that before uh, <coughs> oh thank you John I, I appreciate that that was uh, so here we sit uh What's going to happen? I mean, this is uh, who's who's the leak is really, I think, is the uh, I think is the big question here. I think it's got to be somebody close. I would lean towards Mark Meadows because he strikes me as a real as a real chump who is petrified of going to prison. Melania. It could be. It could be. I, I I wouldn't say no because she's looking at at her spot on the third on the third hole at uh, Bedminster, you know. And by the way, let's not let's not for a second discount the idea that there's more stuff buried in the box. I don't think Ivana's in there at all. I think she was probably cremated. Why does the ex-husband? They both been remarried multiple times after they divorced. Why is Trump suddenly, why was he there 
to pick up the tab and do all this and do the funeral and all that. Why was he there? Why did he get so involved? You know what it reminds me of? In The Godfather, when the mortician comes around. You know, I'll do you a favor, Godfather. You know, someday, and that day may never come, I will call on you for your services. And, uh, and I think that's what happened. I think you've got microwave ovens and all sorts of other goodies in that box. Also, remember, he's had these, this stuff for 18 months now. That Mar-a-Lago probably turned into a reading room. You know, the Saudis gave uh, Jared $2 billion. And then I think actually Jared may be the best because that boy knows he goes he goes in the who's gal. He's gonna be somebody's bitch right away. It won't take moments, moments for somebody to paint a pair of boobs on his back. I'll tell you what. Well, I again we don't know it's actually in there. But I tell you, there's Lot, you got a lot of speculation going on. And things are... It, look, I'm not one of these kind of guys that is into conspiracy theories. I'll leave that for the Alex Jones of the world. But... Is he losing his shit? That's yeah, a different story. We're, we're having trouble hearing you again, John. Really? Yeah. No, the other side. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have either side, so... Uh, there you go. Anyway, no. If if I was if I was into conspiracy theories, I would say that this just all seems to come together. Why Trump took these uh, took the particular documents with him? Cozy Russians all along. Who knows who who knows. Documents would have uh, who would have gotten at these documents had the FBI not acted. But he's the Saudis got a hold of them. Could have been Russians that got a hold of them. I think I I wouldn't be shocked to find out they've already had a hold of them. Some speculation out there about that too. Well, you'd be foolish not to think that. It's not like he's only had them an hour and a half. He's had them a year and a half. And, uh, oh, and I read last night that the security tape that the FBI requested, the security footage, I should say, it's not tape, it's not film, we're, we're recording. Uh, but apparently that's for a 60-day period. Well, they'll be able to see who was coming and going and, uh, you know, so this is going to get better as far as we're concerned. May, uh... I wouldn't would not surprise me for a moment that if Jared and Ivanka are still in the country, that they do not soon make a trip out of the country. I think they will be Saudi residents before you know it, or some other place without an extradition treaty. Uh, I think Eric is too stupid to do something like that. I want to see. I want to see Don Jr. First off, get a little help and a little rehab help, 
then see him tossed into the cell next to his old man so he can suffer that indignity for the rest of the old man's life. Uh, meanwhile, well, hey. me, hold on, I'm not Our, done. I'm not done. Meanwhile, what's her name? The the, the, the young daughter. Uh, what, what, what's her name? Uh, Melody or... Uh, the, the, oh, I can't think of her name. The blonde. Me either. Anyway, meanwhile, she's the ignored one. And she's going to be laughing, laughing her ass off. Because she's going to be the only one not in jail or under indictment or, uh, you know, good for her. Good for her. And right now, it's good that they ignored her all these years. So now, do I understand that our opposition uh, reporter was at uh, Mar-a-Lago? You know, as it turns out, he was. Uh, he he had he, he had something to say about it, and uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna connect with uh, Brent right now. Brent Terhune is going to uh, give us the latest on what happened at Mar-a-Lago. So I just seen on Fox News that they finally did it. They raided Mar-a-Lago. You can't just go storming stuff without permission. What do you think this is? Some kind of government building? Where a minor dust-up occurred? I don't think so. This is illegal. This is the home-slash-golf-course-slash-resort of the greatest American to ever walk the face of this flat earth. And just the, just the thought of the FBI busting in makes me sick. Kicking in the door, scaring Eric off his flashlight, Don Jr. probably dumping powder down the toilet like he's caring from Goodfellas, them agents uh, ripping up couch cushions, flipping over tables, whispering in their wrist like, oh, Mulder and Scully to President Brandon, the eagle has landed. I repeat, the, the eagle has landed. No, no, sir, this is not your Alexa. This is the FBI. Just hand the phone to somebody else. But but I digest. It makes me sick. And, and you can rest assured that I've already written in not the FBI on all my back, the blue stickers. If, if you ask me, we should defund the FBI. They don't need all them windbreakers. <laughs> they don't need all them windbreakers to make matters worse. They broke into his safe. Probably taking his sports almanac and whatever else he's got in there. Well, if they break into his safe, they damn sure can break into my safe and your safe. Proving how unsafe these people actually are. It's not safe. Well, you know what? You go ahead and keep it up, President Brandon. You wicked, despicable, evil mastermind who's also got dementia. You do your worst. Because unlike Josh Hawley, these colors don't run. <laughs> these colors. <coughs> Hoon, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, did was I the only one who uh, caught the Back to the Future reference in there? Uh, oh, the Sports Almanac? That's the one. That's the one. Ring-a-ding-ding. You got it. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah, just, I can, I can, I can see Biff right now getting ready to I, I, defend that with his life. It, it, it's just you know, it, as funny as all that is, it's like people. It's is it planted evidence or is it not? 
you know, they can't seem to make up their mind. Uh, well, the FBI went in there and planted... How? How did they plant the evidence? When? We're not talking about, you know, uh, leaving a piece of DNA around. We're talking a tr literal U-Haul truckload of, of materials here. When did they sneak it in? I, I mean, yeah. So... Uh, I, I I don't buy I don't buy it for a minute. I I think the worst. I think the fact that got yeah I'm sure he's got some personal. I am one hundred percent convinced there is something there that should not have been there that goes even higher. I was hearing that there's got top secret and then you've got some elevated level of secrecy that can only be opened and read in a secure area yeah the skiff skiffs okay and by the way it's called double secret probation top secret okay no it's not that's from <laughs> animal house you're on double secret probation But I can only think the worst. Oh, is buddy, is buddy buddy as Trump was Saudis? Uh, it's oh, he's plenty. You know, he's plenty, plenty, plenty palsy with the Saudis. Plenty, and and, uh, and if not him, Jared is. And you know the thing is, is, is it's been, you know, Trump has been Putin idiot since day one, and uh, I just think this is all. This is starting to come, uh, come, come back and bite. You know, it's going to come back and bite him in the ass. And well, it's been pointed out by me and many, many, many others. Only two people Trump has never insulted: Putin and Stormy uh, Daniels. The only two people. Exactly. Well, I think he he made a horse face remark about her once, but but okay, if you want if you want to count that, then Putin is the only person he is not yeah. you know gone after as far as you know verbal assault. And uh, I think. You know, when, go ahead. Trump uh, when Trump referred to Stormy Daniels as horse face, I, I remember saying that. Uh, well, you, you didn't have any problem with her munching on your little orange. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the big list here of uh, of, of uh, clips we have, and there was there was one from last week, and it's not the one you think it is, John. It's seven seconds of. Uh, I just felt, still feel, we need to play this. This is uh, Ted Cruz at CPAC from uh, about a week or so ago. Well, my name is Ted Cruz, and my pronouns are kiss my ass. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. For some reason, Ted Cruz be believes that this little statement of my pronouns are kiss my ass is somehow clever, smart, and it hurts people on the quote-unquote other side. Ted Cruz, go F yourself. Go F yourself. And here's how... How how much I feel about it. I'm going to play. We're going to open a bag of chips where Chip talks about the word 
F. John's not going to like this because he's not going to like this. 90% of the time, I have no idea what the f*** I'm talking about. This is my first parental advisory. Has your kids, has your wife. I'm here to make a case for the word f***. Relax, it's Twitter, and sometimes there's just no other word. F***ing A. Like when Beto O'Rourke, running for governor, spoke to the Evaldi massacre and some cracker started laughing. Up against kids at five feet. It may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it's not funny to me, okay? Really, is there any other word you could say to that guy? Remember David Ortiz after the Boston Marathon bombing? This is our f***ing city. He said what we were all thinking. Now, when it comes to Trump, I would never use that word. Trump is a fucking idiot. But Lindsey Graham did. Trump, Trump, Trump. Yeah, I'm a liberal, and I'm f***ing proud to say I support immigrants and gay rights and a woman's choice. It's all fake news. Shut the f*** up, Donnie. If you're a conservative and you want a 10-year-old rape victim to be forced to carry a child, I mean... What the f*** is wrong with you? What else can I say to you? Go Yourself. Fucking A. Goddamn right. That's offensive. You bitch. My African American Burn in the Capitol. It's a revolution. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you once again, Chip Franklin. Right. And, <laughs> and and I left the one in there at the end to uh, just. I didn't mean, listen. I, listen. I I knew you were going to do that. So I, yeah, I put the bleeps in. It was just a a, a little you, much. You're you're getting predictable. <laughs> well, I'm not. I, but what was in there uh, was and and just to change up su- the subject a little bit, because I, I know Bill Fancher must have been dancing around like a fool down there in Texas. Uh, Beto called that dude out on. Uh, yeah. Uh, you want to play it, John? It's it's a quick clip. Uh, let oh, let sh- let's set it up. Beto was was at a campaign stop. And he was talking about guns and Uvalde and all that. And in the middle of it, one of these goobers starts laughing out loud. John, let her rip. Yeah, okay. I'm going to make sure that now 11 weeks since we lost 19 kids and their two teachers shot to death with a weapon originally designed for use in combat, legally purchased by an 18-year-old who did not try to obtain one when he was 16 or 17, but followed the law that's on the books, ladies and gentlemen, that says that you can buy not one, you can buy two or more if you want to, AR-15s, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and take that weapon that was originally designed for use on the battlefields in Vietnam to penetrate an enemy soldier's helmet at 500 feet and knock him down dead. Up against kids at five feet. It may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it's not funny to me, okay? All right, we we got the point of it there. You could see the guy briefly in the back, and his son uh, must have given him the look like, you are an idiot, Dad, or whoever the young man was with him. I I mean, good for Beto. Good for Beto. Look, I'm not a big fan of in public and all that, using that kind of language. But boy, oh boy, that was right on the money, right when it needed to be. And I see you're. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off on that, Ed. Look, I I get it. You don't. It's it's. You're trying to be polite. You don't want to. You don't want to be offensive to people. You want to try to keep your your tone at a civilized level. 
Right. Unfortunately, unfortunately, what's happened is is that while people on our side of the track have tried to be civilized and have tried not to, it doesn't work. I understand that. I understand that. It doesn't that. work. We have to start beating these people on their terms. I, I, and I, John, I, I don't disagree there. And look, in the moment, in the situation, I think Beto nailed it. I think that was Absolutely. the right thing at the right time. That's what his instincts told him. You know, don't hold back. And he was, again, I'm not a fan of uh, using the language in that setting, but this called for it. You're talking about a very serious issue. Babies are dead. Teachers are dead. And this guy's going to yuck it up in the back. You're right, John. You're 100% right. Now we're at a point where we got to come back. You try to be polite. You try to be, hey, man, dude, I'm, I'm just, you know. And people view it as a sign of weakness. Well, now we got to start swinging back. And I, as much as I don't want to see this happen, this is what has to happen now. We have to start swinging back. Uh, the days of being polite are over. We've tried being polite. We have countless people dead just from January 6th and the guns out there and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, all these uh, Republicans are, well, you know, it's fine. It's this, that, and the other thing. Screw you all. Screw you all. I mean, when I'm, when I'm at work, I just politely walk away when, when the conversation turns that way because I'm at work and I don't want to get involved in it. But, you know, look, I'm willing to hear anybody's take on anything and you are entitled to your opinion, okay? But don't be a jackass about it, okay? We, this country needs to get back. I, I'll say it every week. It's okay that we we need to be going to the same place, but it's okay if we have different roads. Hell, Google Map will give you options, number of ways to get to a destination, and it's okay if that's where we are. But your destination can't be on, on Mars or Venus while I'm trying to get to North Carolina, all right? I mean, this is, you, you pick on the weak, you pick on the poor, you pick on the disabled, you pick on those weaker than you. And you think this is funny. Well, I got news for you. I'm not weak, I'm not disabled. I'm a little old and chunky. But I'm going to stand up to you. Call this show. We be Look, we, John and I have had countless people come after us on the Twitter and uh uh, John's had some people on Facebook come after him and all that. And we tell him the same thing every time. Call in on Sunday. Join us on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'd be happy to listen. We are happy to listen to anybody. If you can conduct yourself like a human being, make your point. We have any number of friends of this show who are staunch, definitely entrenched with cement on the right. But they are still friends of this show. Because we can have a difference of opinion. Differences of opinion is fine. That's okay. Sure, I'd like everybody to agree with me. But, you know, when I become emperor of the world, then what, you know, which, by the way, is what Trump's trying to do right now. And and the rest of his gang. But, uh, no, uh, Beto's right. Beto nailed it. It's, it's. You know, you. 
mention something here, and I want I want to. I I have I have no memory of it. You mentioned something about uh, about kids and, and uh, yeah, just how they're picking on the weak and they're picking on uh, various other right. people. Did I say that? Well, yes, you did. Wow, I should listen to this show. You should listen to yourself sometimes. You say I don't listen to you. You should listen to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hey, I want I want to. This was something I wanted to put out last week that uh, just I we just ran out of time simply but um, apparently from last week more than 20 Republican Attorney General filed a lawsuit on Tuesday against President Joe Biden's administration over a Department of Agriculture school meal program that prohibits discrimination based on sexual orientation on and gender identity so here's the thing. So now what we got is we got 20 different states, their attorneys general, are raising hell because they're not, they're not allowed, those states are not allowed to discriminate in their school lunch program. So little, little, uh, uh, little, I mean, think it this way, little normal Johnny over here. Normal? Go ahead. You, yeah, well... That's uh, like I said. See there, that's the trap. Just yeah. say little Johnny. Well, but my point, my point with that is, is that I'm I'm speaking intense for them. Here, here, here's the here's the phrase you're looking for, John. Just let the freaking kids eat the stale food, okay? Let the lunch ladies, lunch ladies need to keep their opinions to themselves. Put the slop on the on the tray. Feed the kid, whether whether or not it's a little boy, a little girl, someone who's not sure, someone who who is likes to play both sides of the fence. What do you care? Put the food on the plate. Send the kid down the line. Bada bing, bada boom. Ow! The effing thing is done. Ow! I just hurt myself with my stapler remover. It actually got on. Well, you know, if you if you sit there and you play with a sharp toy like that, <laughs> shit's I, gonna happen. <laughs> I, I, I am not kidding you. I managed to get it wrapped around my finger and it closed. Somehow, I managed to push it closed. And that, oh my god! And that's right. And that's right. And I run all the technical stuff here. Uh huh. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And you want to give people like me a gun, like teachers like me a gun. Remember, you have teachers out there, and God bless them, they do a great job, but they can't figure out how to put the cat back on the glue. <laughs> and you don't want you, I've said, I've said it a hundred times, you don't want me having a gun. Well, you do want me having a gun because I've told the story before. It turns out I'm a pretty good shot. I have no idea. I have no idea what kind of shot I am. I well, it's been a while. It's been like 20 years, <laughs> maybe longer. I am not the one, because I swear to God, I I have in my old age, and yes, I'm younger than my old age, I have become <laughs> in, incredibly allergic to stupid shit. So what that's all... Would it be safe to say that if you aimed a, a weapon at the ground and pulled the trigger... You would miss. 
much. Okay. I just want to be clear on that. Just want to be clear on oh, that. Oh, I hey, look. But yet the thing is, is I could go tomorrow, even even with the laws here in Minnesota, I can go tomorrow and pick up a gun. You know, I have no problem getting getting the license, you know, getting all of the regu you know, and Minnesota is a little tougher than some states, but it's... John, it's, I'm going to cut you off. While we still have enough time, let's play this piece that we've been holding, sitting on for a couple of weeks. This is uh, a former Marine who was a rifle coach. Take a listen, kids. Hi. I'm glad that you said that you were a Marine Corps veteran because I wanted to bring this point up. How many times a year do you have to go as a Marine to requalify and prove that you are competent and proficient in the weapons that you have been issued? I'll answer that for you as a former rifle pistol coach in the Marine Corps. You have to go annually. And how long does that take? Two weeks, right? You have a week of grass week and then a week of live fire. Isn't that right? So in the Marine Corps, you have to go for two weeks out of your life and prove to the Marine Corps that you are still proficient in the weapons that have been issued to you. Now let's take it a step further. Let's say you're a private through a sergeant that's living in the barracks in the Marine Corps. Are you allowed to store a firearm in your barracks room? The answer is no, you are not. If you privately own a weapon, you have to go and register that weapon with the provost marshal's office and then they issue a receipt to you saying where your weapon will be stored and kept safe for you. Why is it that the United States Marine Corps, the finest fighting force on the planet, is more restrictive in who and where firearms can be stored and possessed than the average 18-year-old in the state of Texas. Why? You see, your plan is to just do nothing and ignore the problem and continue to pray and hope that it goes away. Well, guess what, Erica? That's not fucking working, okay? That is not fucking working. Let's look at the Second Amendment for a second, all right? The Second Amendment says a well-regulated militia. If you believe that the Second Amendment applies to all citizens and all citizens are supposed to be that militia, what do you think well-regulated means? It doesn't mean no regulations. Jesus Christ, why is this so fucking hard to understand? Doing nothing makes it easier for children to get slaughtered in their schools. Fuck all the way off. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, we've been uh, we've been sitting on that one for a couple of weeks. We kept running out of time. We're, we're uh, right about at the end here, but I felt we had segued nicely into it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. You know, it, that was something that, that needed to be said. It needs to be heard. It will not be the last time you hear that on this on this program because, uh, well, it just won't be. And as we... And that's, that's the first time I've heard that, by the way, from beginning to end. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. It, it, it grabbed me the first time I heard it, uh, you know. Just, Do we have any idea who that, what that gentleman's name is? No, but I'm going to try to uh, dig around to it. I know he used to be in the Marines. I know he was a rifle pistol coach. So, I tell you, he's so, so spot on with that. And the gong has sounded. That's right. 
All right. Well, let's go ahead and pack this up, uh, this part of the show for this uh, week. Hey, we got a lot of fun and a lot of other stuff uh, happening here in hour number two. So stick with us. We'll be back here. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Bye. Radio TFI. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. While I whip this out. Are we on? Back in. All right, let's go. We are back, and I'm joined now by this fucking guy. Senator Cruz, uh, gun violence has become an epidemic in this country, yet your party continues to offer little more than thoughts and... Look, look, all of us have had people who've lost loved ones, and then the first thing you do when someone has lost a loved one is you reach out and say, hey, I'm lifting you up in prayer. I'm praying for you, your family. Yeah, that's cute. But with all due respect, prayers don't stop these horrific tragedies. And should you really be sending out any more thoughts? I mean, you barely have any coming in to begin with. Because you're dumb. And the modern day left is is more and more extreme. They have this bizarre antipathy to, to God and to prayers. Well, it seems the modern day right is more interested in firearms than in children's safety, veterans, health care, you know, fashion and moisturizing, obviously. But the Democrats' proposal every time is always the same, which is take away guns. Damn, it's scary just to check the news on your phone when we're living in a war zone. What, again? Jeez, not again, please. How can there be such nonchalance from Republicans? Here they come again with their favorite response. Thoughts and prayers. Tweet your corny last respects. Screw the laws and background checks. Who needs common sense? Sing a psalm like Pence. Thoughts and prayers that would be appropriate if they all were running Hallmark stores. Thoughts and prayers won't save our lives. So go shop yours. May God's peace be with you. Tell countries in the shitter What would Jesus post on Twitter? Every day looks Like a scene from Private Ryan What they're selling I ain't buying Here's the situation It's the gun-free school zones Those are the biggest problems That ain't it, girl Cut the shit, girl Seems this playbook's The GOP is open fire And the choir And Lindsay's back on his knees Four thoughts and prayers Who needs rational reform? Guess this nightmare's just the norm While they 
they're taking shots Just think happy thoughts Talk your wares When you'd rather please your base And you're up the NRA's asshole Thoughts and prayers, and prayers. Do, not Do not save lives Try gun control I'm not going to apologize for thoughts or prayers Legislation Honey, what a waste Gross in action can gain you traction If you just copy and paste More thoughts and prayers When the problem's getting worse Quote your favorite Bible verse So compassion is doing fashion Cause no one cares It's a dog and pony show Keep your holy rosary on the shelf and prayers, and prayers. Do, not do not save lives. Thoughts and prayers. Take your thoughts and prayers and go on. May God's peace be with you. Because you're dumb. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Yes, it is indeed. Once again, welcome back to Just Killing Time here on Radio TFI. Jeez, uh, that that was impressive. That, I think that's the first time I've heard that. Uh, it's Randy new. Rainbow hit. It's new. Oh, it is. Yeah, good. yeah. Good. Just came out about a week ago. So, welcome aboard uh, uh, once again from the uh, Radio TFI from the. Jaletta makes me laugh.com studio. I had a little tripped up there. Yeah, you did. Happens. Fucking shit happens. <sighs> you are fined one British for a violation of the verbal morality statute. From the Shaletta makes me laugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Once again, over there in the Radio TFI Executive Tower. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Once again, we trust you've had a fine and fun-filled week and whatever the hell else it is I usually say here at this point. We're glad you're here with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for, for participating. Thanks for uh, rewinding. John? Exactly. Well, you know what? It is... That time. Already? It is that time. Don't we get a chance to talk or nothing anymore? It's just right into the bit. Well, hey, you know. Just, you know, we're not going to talk about the fact that Labor Day, uh, we're going to be off, or at least I'm going to be off. And then the week following, football comes back. Yay. You don't want to talk about that? Well, we'll talk... uh, we're still in discussion. Are we? We've determined we have determined that Ed is not going to be Labor Day weekend. He is not. So uh, we will see. I have I have heard that uh, somebody who has been a a frequent part of of the show over the uh, every once in a while, uh, uh, one Mister Bill Fancher is uh, entertaining the uh, thought of 
buying a actual webcam Shocking. and actual he is he we might actually be able to have him I'm shocked. So I might I might talk to him and see if he's uh, interested in at least doing doing an hour. This this uh this segment here just killing time. That's kind of been just you and I and That's just killing time. So, yeah. So that's uh so we might not go two full hours on that, but uh but uh, I might talk to him and then John, I have well, a question. We'll I have a question. We have, we have, okay. Why haven't we started doing birthdays yet? here we go now with uh, birthdays for the following week. These people are celebrating birthdays at some point in time during this next week. We'll start off with today where Steve Martin will be 77 years old. Well, excuse me! Love it. Uh, Magic Johnson be 63 years old. And last on the 14th, Halle Berry, 56. No, she's not. Yes. No, she's not. Yes. For, forever 21. Hard to believe, isn't it? No, I refuse to believe it. I refuse. All right, moving on to the 15th, where Ben Affleck will be 50. Affleck! 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 Can't help yourself with that one. No, I could not. Really can't. I've said it a hundred times and I've when I've heard his name. All right, on the sixteenth were Julie Newmar. <sighs> now if you don't remember who Julie Newmar, I know Ed knows Oh, who Ed knows who Julie Newmar is. Ed Ed as a seven year old. That was the first time I looked at a woman and said, How how did she get in that suit? And uh, I was, I was, she play, she was the original Catwoman on the Batman TV show. And uh, oh, she caught my, th- she was fabulous as Catwoman. Fabulous. That, not to knock Eartha Kitt. Gonna mention that. Very good. Very good. Okay, so also on the 16th, we got Madonna, who will be 64 years Now that I believe. That, you think so? Oh, I believe that. For, you know, oh. Not knocking her talent or anything, but I firmly believe she's I guess I years. haven't seen I haven't seen her uh recently here. All right, also on the sixteenth, Steve Carell will be fifty eight years Okay, now on to the seventeenth. Robert De Niro will be seventy nine years old. I know a guy. You know, I love some of the roles taken over over the last twenty years or so. Uh, you know, the whole uh, Meet the Parents franchise yes, yes, was yes. fabulous. Uh, Bad Grandpa, I laughed my ass off. Never, I haven't seen it. Got to check that out. He uh, 
<laughs> definitely gotta check that out. You'll you will laugh. Okay. Uh, also, also on the seventeenth, Sean Penn will be sixty-two years. Okay, now on just to the eighteenth here. Now where Robert Redford will be six years. He's looking like every minute of him. Okay. He really is. Uh, moving on to now before the bef- ninth. Before you move on, the 18th was also my mother's birthday. So, happy birthday, Mom. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. All right. On to the 19th where President Bill Clinton will be 76 years old. I miss Bubba. Also, yeah, he was, he was kind of a hoot. What? Uh, Matthew Perry will be Go ahead. Finish it. No uh, chime for Matthew Perry? You didn't finish. We we couldn't hear you. I said Matthew Perry will be. And every time you say the age, it just, there's nothing there. No, I'm not kidding you. Say it one more time. Matthew Perry will be 53. You've got mic problems that we have to talk about after the show. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to get a new. I like the headset, so time to upgrade. Could be. Have to go beyond Walmart. Not necessarily. Again, we'll talk after the show. Uh, all right. On to the twentieth. Uh, Ron Paul, eighty-seven years old. Maybe the neighbor can beat him too. Oh, there you go. Robert Plant will be seventy-four years old. <laughs> And he's this close to actually being a plant. Yeah. Maybe maybe he maybe he was in Mar-a-Lago. The plant. He. Never know. And America's weatherman, Al Roker, will be sixty-eight years old. And that's what's going on in your neck of the woods. And here's what's <laughs> going on in your neck of the You know, I tried to find a nice clean uh, copy of that. Couldn't. Couldn't for the life of me. Couldn't huh. for the life of me. All right. Are we done with birthdays? That's it, That's it for the birthdays. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Now. And many more. Okay. Now it's time for John's favorite segment. Now we don't have Bill here this week. So. You have to, on top of your normal duties of pushing and stroking, you'll have to grab the new dick stick and do the churn the butter thing. Okay, well, I take care of the rest of uh, what needs to be taken care of. Are you ready, John? We can do Let's this. Let's do it. We've gotten Let's it started. We've gotten it started every week. Just just follow my lead. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Keep it. No, no. Stroke it a little harder. A little fit. There you go. Come on. Churn that butter, John. Churn. Churn that butter. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. A look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. 
Now, John, and, John, I'm oh, gonna yeah, I'm gonna right. interrupt you right at the start because there's something I want to mention that should have been part of last week's, but it wasn't. No fault of yours okay. this time. But yesterday, August thirteenth, marked nine years since I had the big one, Elizabeth. And he's still here to talk about it. <laughs> I was gone, and they brought me. So don't blame me. You you blame the fine doctors down at Broward General uh, Medical Center, uh, uh, down in down in beautiful Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I was gone. I had already said, "See ya." I was out the door. They brought me back. Went to, uh, but in all seriousness, yeah, it's been nine years since my heart attack. And, and we are so glad. Decided to come back. So the saying goes. So the All saying right. goes. So here we are with the Wayback Machine. We've uh-huh. got uh, uh, just basically from uh, one every day is what we're filing this down to, and probably even less here once football starts. Yay, football. But, uh, so, anyways, we'll go to the 14th today. Where in 1862, Abraham Lincoln receives the first group of African Americans to confer with a U.S. president. Hmm. That's, uh, don't I have something for that? I, I used to. Uh... Okay, let's go on to the... Don't wait, don't wait for me. Just keep going. To, you know, follow, okay. I'm doing my best to, to, to stay with the group. Hey, that's good. All right, to the 15th, where in uh, 1939, The Wizard of Oz, American musical fantasy film directed by Victor Fleming and King Vidor, premieres at, uh, I can't pronounce this, uh, Grauman's Chinese Theater. Grauman's Chinese Theater. I've actually been there. John's people, the munchkins. And this next one here from the 16th, I, I did this just for you. I, I, pulled, I, I, I pulled an original choice off of the off of this and put this in instead just for you bring it on buddy bring it on okay so on the 16th in 1965 the american football league's ninth franchise is officially awarded to joe robbie and television star danny thomas the miami dolphins start play in the afl's eastern division in 1966 Miami has a dolphin, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Cause we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. I got to play that twice today. <laughs> Thank you, John. And by, 
And by the way, who was the other expansion team that year? Oh. Now this is AFL. AFL. Oh. Other one. Was it the Buffalo Bills? No, Buffalo was an original AFL team. Okay. Tell me then. I don't know. Cincinnati. Oh, the Bungles. The Bungles. Uh, actually coached by, uh, what's his name? Paul Brown. Paul Brown. Paul Brown owned and coached the team. And uh, by the way, you mentioned Joe Robbie, the owner there. The stadium that the Dolphins currently play in now was, its original name was Joe Robbie Stadium, should still be Joe Robbie Stadium, uh, because that man, he brought big-time professional sports to South Florida. Never asked for one penny from the local governments. Not one penny. When he needed a new stadium, when he needed a new stadium to play in, he built it himself. Yeah, because the Miami Dolphins were the first professional yes, they were. franchise in that area. Yes, they were. They uh, they were followed by the Heat, who came in at about eighty nine, I think it was, uh, the Marlins, and the Panthers. Right. And uh, I was at the first home games for two of those teams. I was at the very first Marlins game at Joe Robbie Stadium. That's why, and I've mentioned this before, you will occasionally hear me refer to it as Joe Robbie Stadium because that's... Anyway. I understand. Thank you. All right. So on now to the 17th here. In uh, 1998, Monica, in the Monica Lewinsky scandal, President Bill Clinton. Hey, we just, we just celebrated a birthday. Oh yeah, that was a oh yeah. Oh, you better hold it, on to your it, hat for what's coming up when you're done reading. <laughs> he admits in a taped testimony that he had improper phys, uh, had an improper physical relationship with the intern, and on the same day admits before the nation that he misled people about the relationship. Bill Cigars and Monica's Vagina She lets out a giggle When he makes it wiggle Monica is not the kind You can do in the behind But a cigar in her vagina She don't mind I love that song. Monica Lewinsky <laughs> became the first own human humidor. Ooh, very good, John. Very, very good. You're uh, there's hope for you yet. It usually happens when I just wake up an hour before we're supposed to start. <laughs> Is that it? That, no, 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 no. We got oh, a couple more. Oh well. On the, on the not probably not as enter, nothing as entertaining as the last one. Oh no. Oh no. On the. Nonetheless, on the 18th in 1986, the Howard Stern radio show premieres in Philadelphia. WYSP 94.5 or 94.1 FM. On the 19th in 1951, Bill Veck, then owner of the St. Louis Browns, Mm -hmm. sends Eddie Goodell, I think it is. Eddie Goodell. Oh, I can finish this story. I can finish this story. Eddie Goodell Goodell 
stood about three foot nothing. And well, he's three foot seven, actually. Wore the number one half. He sent him up to the plate. Of course, he's got no strike zone. He's short, and he crouched. So they put a runner. It puts a runner on base. He was then taken out for a pinch runner, and uh, and uh, all holy hell broke loose over it. Bill Vec, what a guy! He uh, in the bloodline there. Uh, there is a Vec that owns the uh, minor league team here in Saint Paul. Yes, Saint yes, Paul yes. His Along son, with Bill Murphy, or not Bill Murphy? Yeah, Bill uh, Murphy. Bill Murray. Uh, I think it's Mike Vec. That's right. Mike Vec, because he owned minor league teams down in South Florida. And uh, he owned the, they used to be called the Miracle. And, uh, you know, he has it. He has his old man's uh, flair for the showmanship. Maybe not quite oh, yeah. as, but he, he's definitely, you know, there's not an idea. He'll, he'll at least listen to every idea. And he will execute some really poor ones. But he's willing to take a shot at it. And you can't, you know, it's showbiz, man. It's show business. That's great. It's it's great now because the uh, the Saints now are uh, the Minnesota Twins Triple A uh, affiliate. Well, how convenient is that? That is very nice, by the way. I uh, I have they just built a new stadium for him for them about uh, oh has it been now six years five six years ago. Uh-huh. I haven't been there yet just because you can't get a seat. The place is oh well that, night that, after night. So that's good news. But one of these days. All right, so the last, last but not least, in uh, on the 20th, uh, in 1974, Nelson Rockefeller is selected as U.S. Vice President by then-President Gerald Ford. Yep. Uh, the only time that neither the President nor the Vice President were elected. Yep, exactly. We, uh, as, a, as a just quick aside, I remember my... Uh, I think it was my history teacher, one of our te- one of my teachers. Uh, we were talking about that, what was going on at the time, and it was before. before he he said Nixon picked Ford because they he thought they'd never allow Gerald Ford to be president. They wouldn't force Nixon to resign. Whoops! Kidding. All right, John. Hey, listen. We're shutting her down now. So if you got anything to say, now's the time. Oh, hold on. Oh. Yeah, that, that was this. That was kind of this morning too. <laughs> goddamn buffalo! Goddamn buffalo wings will do it to you every time. Every every time. I I've yet to see it. What what else do you have to say, sir? We are. Halfway through well, the hour. let's let's uh, let's take a couple moments at least to acknowledge uh, yes passing of one of the all all time greats uh, in music. That is the uh, the lovely Olivia Newton-John. Yes, apparently she had been fighting breast cancer for some time, and I had planned to do a little a little musical montage here. I got sidetracked last night, and I. I feel horrible about it. I may try to put it together for next week, but uh, oh, that's bo- still appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, I uh, I had a crush on her, the likes of which you wouldn't believe. I, I'm, I'm not the only one, and I get that. 
she she reminded me greatly of of a young lady I knew when I was a very young man, and uh, and I say young, I mean young, uh, and I mean let's face it, Olivia Newton John was she was all that and a bag of chips. Uh, I I watched a video after the news came out. I don't know how many, maybe five, ten years ago. Uh, it was a clip of her and John Travolta on stage doing uh, You're the One That I Want live. And she just seemed to be having a whale of a good time doing it. And it was just so fun to watch. Um, you know, she was an unlikely choice for that role. And remember, she was she was big before Greece. Make no mistake about it. But she was an unlikely choice uh, for that role. And it, similar to the Michael Keaton Batman. Like, what? The Australian girl? In Greece? About 50s America? They made it work. They made it work wonderfully. She, uh, uh, who doesn't, who doesn't get a little a little welled up when you listen to Hopelessly Devoted to You? Oh. Well, you can go, I mean, her career. Oh, Span. span. I, I was going to get to pre-Greece, you know, and, and all that. I mean, she had a whole country career, which yeah, a, lot of, uh, a lot of people would forget now. I Honestly Love You. Mm-hmm. Big, big, big country song. Uh, you think about you think about the career now of um, hell is her name now? Uh, not Lee, uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah, she started out on the country charts. Yes, and huge pop star, and and Olivia Newton John evolved. I mean, he had yes. Greece, and then who didn't go absolutely goo gaga when she start when she did the video uh, for physical? Let's get physical. You know, I gotta admit. I, I never really, even in the time and the day, I thought, this is really a cheesy video. Don't get me wrong. Olivia Newton-John and tight workout clothes, I'm there for it all day, every day. And I'd pay, I'd pay admission to get back in every day. Eh, you know, the song was, eh. But again, she was, she could rise above the material. And I, I wish... I wish her rest and peace and uh, the beauty of when someone like this passes is that we have recordings. Oh, absolutely. To remind us of of how great they are. And now now, now you want to be floored? You were married to her once. No, I've never seen Greece. What? I have never seen Greece. Now, next Sunday when we meet up here again, that will be a false statement from you. Really? John, you 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 just need to you you and the lovely missus sit down, get a bucket of popcorn, and enjoy the show. And try try to get past the fact that people in their thirties are playing teenagers. Once you do that, <laughs> well, you know the thing. What it is is, I am not much for musicals. Trust me, you're gonna like this. And uh, I, pro- I, I probably will. You're gonna like it. Uh, instead, never when 
out and the couple of years after, I just never never put it on my watch schedule. Okay. Well, now it is. By the way, avoid Grease too. Uh, the sequel was like, cheap want, knockoff. No, you want none. Other than Michelle Pfeiffer looking cute in a fifties getup, uh, you want no part of that. There, there is nothing. But seriously, watch, get Grease, watch it. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Okay. All right. Well, tell you what. Why don't we go right into the uh, our our favorite segment. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right. Well, we had uh, quite the uh, interesting mm, week. Didn't uh, we, though? To say the least, as... as uh, Wound up, uh, let's ex- I don't want to... Let's explain ahead. what happened. Okay. You go ahead. So we had up there, we had... Play That Funky Music was the challenger, my choice, against uh, Venus by... Uh, what was their name? Blue? Shocking Blue. Shocking Blue. That's the name. So Venus had been up there for a few weeks. I put up uh, Play That Funky Music, White Boy, and... Uh, Play that funky music, white boy, won. Barely, but it won. And then we came to realize, after post-show, as John and I were talking, and uh, he mentioned that we had already used that. When John was picking everything, he had used that one. And so I felt a little a little creepy about it. And I said, all right, well. So what we decided to do, since Venus had lost, legit, we just scrapped them, and, uh, well, that was two weeks ago. I don't even remember. But anyway, so we came up with two new challengers, and this week we have two challengers. Exactly. And, John, you're going to pick it up from there. So here is uh, challenger number one from the uh, year 1978 uh, from a group called MF. S-B. Oh, wait a minute. I, I should probably push the button, shouldn't I? Yes, you should. And uh, the other challenger uh, from uh, 1975. This is Vicki Lawrence. That's a night that the lights went out in Georgia. That's a night that they haunt an innocent man. Well, don't trust your soul and old backwoods southern lawyer. Because the judge in the town's got bloodstains on his head. 
Andy got scared and left the bar Walking on home cause he didn't live far See Andy didn't have many friends and he just lost him one all right, and by the way, just uh, I didn't mention it the because it didn't say the name in in the song, but that was uh, T S O P, the sound of the other the, our past, the other challenger, T S O P, the sound of Philadelphia. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now I was going to say something. Oh. Before John reads the winner, which I got a pretty good idea of who it is, because I looked at the, the Twitter numbers and I was getting creamed. Uh, TSOP was just getting demolished on the Twitter, and I know Facebook people hate me, and uh, they don't look at they don't look at the song. I this is what I firmly believe. It's me. You hate me, you bastards, and. Uh, of course, me calling them bastards probably isn't helping my case at all, but... Exactly. <sighs> <sighs> John, do your thing. Well, before I go, before I go, I go on here, uh, well, let, let me, well let's, let's do it this way. All right. So, here is your winner and new Battle of the One-Hit Wonders champion. It is... Mickey Lawrence with the night the lights went out in Georgia on Radio TFI. He was on his way home from Candletop. Been two weeks gone and he thought he'd stop at Webb's and have him a drink before he went home to her. Andy Wolo said hello, and he said hi, what's doing, Wolo said sit down, I've got some bad news, it's gonna hurt. He said I'm your best friend and you know that's right, but your young bride ain't home tonight, since you've been gone she's been seeing that Amos boy said. Well he got mad and he saw red, and Andy said boy don't you lose your head, cause to tell you the truth. I've been with her myself That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia That's the night that they hung an innocent man Well, don't trust your soul and old backwoods southern lawyer Cause the judge in the town's got bloodstains on his hands Well, Andy got scared and left the bar Walking on home cause he didn't live far See Andy didn't have many friends And he just lost him one Brother thought his wife must have left town So he went home and finally found The only thing Papa had left him And that was a gun And he went off to Andy's house Slipping through the backwoods Quiet as a mouse Came upon some tracks too small For Andy to make screen at the back porch door and he saw Andy lying on the floor in a puddle of blood and he started to shake where the Georgia patrol wasn't making their rounds so he fired a shot just to flag them down and a big belly sheriff grabbed his gun and said why'd you do it and the 
judge said guilty in a make-believe trial Slapped the sheriff on the back with a smile Said supper's waiting at home and I gotta get to it That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia That's the night that they hung an innocent man Well, don't trust your soul to no backwoods southern lawyer The judge in the town's got bloodstains on his hands Well, they hung my brother before I could say The tracks he saw while on his way to Andy's house And back that night were mine And his chief wife had never left town And that's one body that'll never be found See, little sister don't miss when she aims her gun That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia Oh, oh, oh. that's the night that they hung an innocent man Uh-huh, but don't trust your soul and all backwood southern lawyer Cause the judge in the town got bloodstains on All right, there's your, uh, there's your champion on Battle of the One-Hit Wonders, Vicki Lawrence. Would never do another song again. She went on to went on to even bigger fame as uh, Carol Burnett's uh, sidekick. No, Carol she Burnett. she she did that while she was on the Carol Burnett show. Is she now? I did not know that. That that's how she got the shot. Was because she was on the really? Carol Burnett show. Oh yeah, she went on to 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 uh, bigger things like doing Mama, the Mama's TV series, which came from. The Carol Burnett Show. Right. Vicki Lawrence, Lawrence would be the first to admit that she owes her entire career to Carol Burnett. That's, that's fantastic. That's I, a great story. So tell me, how badly was uh, were we pummeled here this week? You, uh, it, was, it was pretty miserable, i, I got to tell you. It, it, it seemed like a bloody mess on Twitter. Well, it was even a bigger drubbing on Facebook. <laughs> the last I looked on Twitter, it was like uh, 63 to 37%. This was the biggest margin we've had <laughs> since, we, they hate since me. we started this. I'm telling you, they hate me. 70.4% of the vote. Jesus, I think I was probably the only vote for it. You got you. Uh, they don't tell you how many. They tell you how many votes you get on yeah. on Twitter, but they don't tell you the numbers. They don't tell you who voted for what or anything like that. Right. Um. But um, yeah, I think you might have been. Oh, what was it? Uh, what did we? There were actually. Uh, All right. Well, the point there is, were actually seven. There, well, there were actually there were actually uh, out of the poll, you know, and, and we don't get big numbers. You don't tell me, you know, we're don't not talking them. about don't thousands of votes. Don't tell them that. But yeah, well, well, let's just put it this way: it was it was a bigger percentage on uh, well Facebook. I want to thank everybody that voted for my selection, and I think this is the week. If you don't love what's coming up next, and by the way, listen to it, enjoy it, but make sure you listen to it a couple of times because there's some stuff in there 
you really got to catch. Right. And uh, I'll let talk tap, more. Let me let, let me take let me tap the brakes on you for just a second here. I do have to. I do have one thing that I have to add there. Uh, our our official referee, uh, Chris Murphy. Yeah. Weighed in on the uh, on the whole situation as he was watching uh, TSOP getting slaughtered on Facebook. He commented that, in I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically commented that our at our our audience is too white. <laughs> He's not wrong. He may not be wrong. All right, <laughs> I, I this is I can honestly say I'm this is one I'm really looking forward to getting out there, and I and I think we're gonna take off here. I think we're in the Jetsons mobile right now. We're just gonna right on out of here with this one. So. Whenever you're ready, John. All right. Well, here we go. Here is the new challenger for next week. Uh, it is a group called Blotto from 1980. Give him the name. I want to be a lifeguard.
that's Blotto from 1980 with I Want to Be a Lifeguard. Not I want to be. I want to be. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tell me, that's not, that's not going to get you up and going. I, I'm going <laughs> to... Come on, John. You're not, not going to like me much after this comment. Not that you liked me much before this. Uh, Go this on. Is, this is my absolute point. When I say in 1980, that to me, that is when the day. The day what? The music died. It might Stop. Have, it might, I'll look at the video when. Cause this is a great. Put it up. I'm telling you, it's the cheesy 1980 type video. This is a great song. It is the funniest, one of the funniest songs you'll ever come across. My favorite line, uh, I, I've got more moves than Allied, I'll, I'll make more moves than Allied Van Lines. You got to listen to the song. It's wonderful. Uh, oh my God, I'm, I'm sorry, but that is the exact reason why I say like it might be a great video. It might be a funny video. To oh watch. no, no, no! It's all about the song. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, John, let me let me see if I got this straight. You won't be voting for this song. Uh, no. And anybody with common sense probably won't be. <laughs> oh, see now, now we hadn't done this before. We hadn't been campaigning. Uh, I mean, I've been begging a lot. I've been groveling. But I certainly haven't been campaigning, and now it seems that you're—that's what you're doing. And you know um, what? It, it, look, if this was just okay, I just we just wanted to pull out a one-hit wonder from some era, and this wasn't some contest or anything like that. Uh huh. And you, it was your turn to pull the song out. I'd still tell you, this sucks. Well, <laughs> I'm, well I'm sorry. That hurts. That hurts. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm not trying to be. That's okay. Trying to be mean. No, I. It's I'm too late. To be hurtful. It's too late. You've been both mean and hurtful. I'm. Uh, you've told me. I. I am. My choices are, are inadequate. You're, you're still my bestest buddy. It's. Uh, it's not helping you, pal. It's not helping you. <laughs> my. So, anyways, there. There we go. There's your challenge. There's your challenger. Yeah, uh, the polls will be put up shortly on our fa- on our uh, our Twitter, uh, Twitter, Twitter. And, fa- and Facebook. Facebook. I have to see. I have to uh, explore whatever what other social media platforms we can get into. Well, uh, I'm not interested in Instagram because that's Faceplant. Yeah, I I, I can understand. Be, I think it'd be cool to be able to run this on TikTok. I started to look into that briefly and. Uh, I got bored suddenly. I'll, I'll look uh, into it. Unfortunately, the uh, the platform we use for streaming doesn't uh, work with uh, right. TikTok as of yet. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that w- I think that'd be great because they're doing live videos on on TikTok now. Well, we'll just have to figure out what platforms are available, and uh, I don't. I'm gonna to have to look at that once we're off the air. <laughs> right there, you go. There, that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Now would not be, 
not be a proper time. So I want to be a lifeguard, kids and kittens, by Blotto. you got to love that name. Also, the name of John Belushi's character in Animal House. So if that... If that's about the only thing... That's about the only thing it's got going for it. If that's not a winning combination for you, well, by gosh, I just don't know what is. And uh, don't get me wrong. Love Vicki Lawrence. Love that tune. It's been in my head all week. I've had to click on it more than once to scratch that itch. And uh, it's a great choice, John. It was a great choice. Uh, but I feel her reign will be short. And, uh, you know, that's, that's... We have to, we have to do something here. We? Because... Oh, you got a mouse well, in your we, pocket? We do. We have to do something here. We have to determine uh, how long a champion should go tire no championship. No, no, no. You don't want to do that? No, this is an old-time game shows where five appearances and you're out. Like Jeopardy, it used to be five and you're out. No, 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 no. As long as they want to keep hearing whatever dreck you keep producing, uh, then by all means. And they will they will tire of one. They will finally find every now and again, like a dog like a blind dog looking for a bone. Every now and again. I'll get mine. I'll get mine. And uh and for once, although I will say I am, I didn't think I would be, but I'm very much looking forward to having your next challenger up there. Yeah? Very much so. It was a song that I had kind of forgotten about, but once I played it again, oh, yeah. I might even vote for that one. I, I mean, tell you. That's, uh... So, folks, if you want to know what we're talking about, you need to vote for Blotto. <laughs> Not that. But we, I can wait. I can wait. And yet I can't. Even, eventually, eventually the sun <laughs> the sun will shine on this dog's ass. And uh, That's okay. eventually it will happen. It's okay. I got football and, coming up. I'm going to whoop his ass. Yeah, well. Uh, who uh, Who hasn't gotten the cup? You mean who hasn't got I, the cup? Oh, by the way, I have. How many I gotta, pray, I gotta many? price these things. What things? I gotta price these things, but um, I think that we should. There's a new. We should have a new trophy. Uh huh. A real trophy, and I thought about. What's unreal about our trophy now? Uh, well, one thing I haven't received it. Shipping. Those are shipping <laughs> issues. Once, once we send it out there, you got to deal with the post office. That's we've sent you all the information, all the routing numbers, and all that, the confirmation. But numbers. I have seen on I've seen on Facebook on a couple different occasions. I've seen these uh, belts, the wrestling belts. They look like either wrestling or boxing or UFC belts. Uh, Help me. That's what that's that's what I that's what I want as as the trophy. Help me. And I will proudly, right here in this wall, back here behind me, where uh -huh. I, as you can see, I have Beto, Beto for governor. Yeah, you do. Up here, but right behind me, I am going to hang that championship. Oh, you're going to hang, all right. <laughs> Oh, 
so we should go over. Are we making any changes? Uh, the uh, rules of this. I can't talk about them on air. Why? Because I haven't come up with them yet. Oh, that's why. Okay. <laughs> Pretty simple explanation, even for me. I I thought I thought that that was the way we did it last year. For those who weren't paying attention, when we did our picks, uh, we had a ch- we had an opportunity that if we we're really sure about uh, one team over another, that we could uh, either double or triple our chances as far as points. By uh, no, we tripled our by- bet. We tripled the number of points. Here's here's how it went. Uh, let's say it was the Dolphins plus ten, uh, minus ten. Uh, over the Patriots. Now, if I wanted to go for two points, I could take the Dolphins and give up 20 points or go for three points and give up 30 points. But the minimum, uh, let's say they were three and a half point favorites. Uh, the minimum double would be 13 and a half points and the minimum triple would be 20 and a half points. So right. it, was, it wasn't like you could take a two-point game and triple it up to six points. No, no, no. That would have been too easy. Although, exactly. although it couldn't make things more interesting. Hmm. Might have to think about that one. I, you know what? I'm, I'm making a note. It's a musical note, but I'm making a note nonetheless. As we, uh, as we screech on down. As the brakes are doing the best they can to slow down this uh, this rampaging locomotive, and and by the way, Chris. Now I guess he's right. I guess our audience is too white. That's unfortunate. I was thinking of something to say about that, and it just. just well, like, he he does he does have a point. He, the thing is, the thing is, is that I your song. Uh, TSOP. Do you even put? Hold on. Do you actually put my songs up on uh, on Facebook? Yes. Or do you say it's it's your song versus Gregorian chants? You know. I no, I. You know I don't go to Facebook to check, so I think you're. I think you're being a sly. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a screenshot. Again. Will you? Will yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know that you can be trusted anymore, sir. And it's the gong. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, so it's time to put this, wrap this puppy up, and put it to bed. Uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, listening here, paying attention to us for the last couple of hours. Uh, we'll do it again next week. So for that guy, Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. I got the money. See ya. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. Radio T-F-I.